0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. Today we have on Louis Moss here. You know him from uh, YouTube probably or his page City Soda Club on Instagram. And how you doing, man?
1: How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. And, uh, pretty excited to be on to be honest. I said to you a minute ago, you've had some big names on here and now you've got a uh, Louis <laughs> Moss on here, so even bigger.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got, uh, you're, you're part of the big names, you know, like you're one of the actually... Uh, you know everyone's kind of in this little Instagram design community and stuff so you're actually one yeah. of the people where a lot of people I know and are following me are like oh shit like you're gonna have them on like that's tight so you've oh, really? you got quite a little cult following yourself
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know that's a bit mad to think that because it doesn't seem like it because you're not you're not seeing people in real life are you so
0: mm-hmm.
1: like just seeing people on the other side of a screen like followers and stuff is a number you don't really think of them as actual being like physical people that know I don't know, especially doing, like, the whole YouTube side. You're putting yourself out there a little bit and you don't realize that people are actually watching you. Yeah, it's, um,
0: what's it called? Like, a parasocial relationship or whatever they call it. Like, it's like your friends, but it's still, like, they're not just connected to, like, the Louis, like, yourself. They're, like, they know the Louis, like, online persona, you know? Even if you act mostly the same, it's a different person. Like, I don't know, I always say, like, to some people... I don't think a lot of people would like me like if they just hung out with me like on a normal (laughs) basis because I'm a lot more uh, like, uh, I don't know, quick to get like aggravated at shit and stuff online. You got to keep everything a lot cooler.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely a lot calmer online, I think. Um, I'm still trying to get a bit more. It's hard when you're online to get your actual personality across. It takes a bit of time Mm -hmm. to really sort of warm up to the camera. I've done a few videos now, but I'm still kind of a bit reserved and nervous in front of a camera um yeah i think if people met me in real life, probably just find me a bit annoying loud (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, no it's all good
0: yeah it's weird getting ready like online i've talked with uh you know i had a guy i have a guy vince my homie he mostly just edits the podcast now but he was editing a lot of my early videos and he would tell me things like yo like i know you like you're a lot cooler and more interesting than the way you're like you're acting like you're acting just like a guy teaching someone something, like let some of that shit show through. Like I hang out with you for a reason, like you're cool, like you're funny. It's yeah. like you're acting like boring. Cause I was just like, all right, hello everybody. Like today, Yeah. it's yeah, so yeah. hard to like, it, and, and you think you're acting normal in your head. It's not like you're in there yeah. like, oh, I'm weird as fuck, but it's kind of hard sometimes.
1: Nah. It's a skill, especially if you've never done any like public speaking or like even not acting, mm. but like presenting, I guess like, as soon as you go in front of a camera, like there isn't a person there to like bounce off. So yeah. sitting down in front of a camera like it is really hard to be yourself and show you that personality when you're not really bouncing off another person so it's definitely a skill that you guess it just grows with you after over time and learn as yeah. you sort of go along
0: I mean you've obviously though like figured some things out like a you have a you're one of the names that even though you only have maybe like what like 12 or whatever videos like you're still one of the names that gets thrown around quite often i see like in comments and things when someone will ask like "Do is there any design youtube people like uh and you have those like the ink bleed video i think and the chrome type one like those ones just like went nuts you know it has like so yeah. many views
1: yeah quite mad really like you, I, when you think of like people doing youtube and stuff like i was expecting it to take a long time it's still obviously taking a long time but i mean like before you get those big videos, um, you know, the big numbers and things like that. My first video thankfully like banged online um, and got quite a few views on it. So kind of built on on from there. I mean, it's all downhill from that first one, to be honest. But um, yeah, from there, like it was pretty good. It kind of worked out in the first one, Um, even though it was like really terrible quality, audio, visual, everything in some dark dingy room in my last flat, it just wasn't, it wasn't really working. I'd love to go back and redo it, but um yeah i'm still pretty pretty new to it pretty fresh i'm very slack with doing videos haven't got a lot considering i've kind of did it started like to start lockdown last year Uh uh-huh um so it's definitely something i'm working on this year a lot more
0: yeah and it's like it just shows that you know i i fucking hyper analyze all my audio and video and like i try to make everything perfect but it shows like at the end of the day It's really about the content, you know, your first video, you said it had like the worst production, but it blew up and you know, like, you know, Duran, like Duran Studio, he has some tutorials with like 200k views and like, he's recording off like a laptop in a room with no lights on. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's it's about, yeah, it's about the content, I guess. Um, But yeah, definitely, I've tried to improve over time, but I I kind of forced myself to do it really because... Something I was chatting with my housemate, who I, who I used to live with. And it's just one of those things that if you don't, I've kind of already said I was gonna like start it and do it and I've wanted to do it for years. And even since uni, I was like, oh, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel and talk about design. And mm-hmm. you know, I started uni, what, like seven years ago. It's taken six years to like actually do it. And I, I filmed videos like years ago, put them up and just deleted them or like filmed them and just, you know, put them on private and just never had, you know, been a bit, scared to sort of publish him or like put them on, you know, put them up for the, for everyone to see. And then last year I just thought, you know, what, Corona's corona's roll around, you know, might as well just go for it. Life's too short. Yeah.
0: That's what mine was pretty Who, who much.
1: really cares? Just like go for it, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely. And did, so you were, I'm sure you didn't really um like anticipate that those like few ones were going to go like that big right away, huh? You were expecting like no. to be a slow grind kind of?
1: Yeah, I was expecting it to be a proper slow grind, like, because I, I follow, I watch a lot of YouTube um, and follow, like, various YouTubes and stuff. And I, I know, like, I, I just feel like I understand the process as a long grind to get in there. And I've still got a very, very, very long way to go before it's even, like, yeah. anything significant. But yeah, I was definitely expecting, like, you know, first 10 videos to just be, like, one view, like, no views. like. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, luckily, first one kind of banged. But I don't know if it would, would have done that organically if it wasn't for me pushing it through other platforms and things like that. So
0: mm-hmm. I guess
1: that's sort of something else that I've built up over time. Various platforms where, design-based platforms where I've kind of been able to then push out design-related content and still get a bit more traction. And then sort of the way you push it out on various platforms online. I know um that video, like I, I exported a lot of Chrome exports and just put them all up on Pinterest. And um, yeah. that banged on there. That's got like hundreds of, thousands of views on pinterest with the link that goes through to the to the youtube so i'm guessing it's like that's where it like kind of got the ball rolling was uh, from there so i guess it's just about pushing it out in as many different places as possible and kind of drawing it back to the youtube which has kind of worked out pretty well for me so you just created start. a so, pin
0: of like the video basically yeah. the chrome one
1: yeah just the exports that i, I did and um that i created from the video just put it on pinterest it's a completely underrated platform uh, i think because I always use it for like mood boarding and, you know, inspiration for any project I'm doing, Mm -hmm. whether that's freelance or, you know, at work, we're always putting together Pinterest boards. Never made a pin before. Never even really did my account or anything like that. And then put one on there. And next thing I know, it's got like 300,000 views and saves and whatever. It's like, I don't even know that that's how it happens. I don't even know that you could do that on there. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: That's a good idea. Maybe I should start putting some, uh, pins up because i could use that a couple hundred oh, thousand be views because i i mean yeah I... it's been going for me like how i feel like you you thought it would be you know like it's been the the growth has been in my like luckily for me it's not been like it's been up it's just not been like a crazy fucking spike from some random thing like that it's just been kind of more like yeah a slow burn gradual going up and up like that it
1: definitely but picking up especially your instagram scene is like getting bigger and bigger and i feel like people and then getting in that circle and it's growing and then that'll push through all the other channels and that's sort of how it grows yeah Um, yeah it's funny because you see uh
0: you see like people don't look at like when people start noticing you they don't see like the other shit like i've had a couple people tell me like damn mate like you've been blown up on uh instagram like out of nowhere and i'm just like what do you mean out of nowhere bro like i've been on here for like yeah. fucking 10 years it's not like it's yeah. out of nowhere it just happened to be happening now like y- if you look back like you know it took me probably whatever like however long i had instagram up to like a year or two ago to get a thousand followers and then it only took like another couple like three or four months to get like the next to like 5k which is pretty nuts like it, everything online is so like exponential you know once you get bigger it's easier to get it like even bigger and bigger because the it's like compound interest yeah. or something
1: definitely definitely takes yeah. a bit of time De- but like, even on like my, like my instagram like like you were saying like yeah i've had it for like however many years i've had about 10 different account names i've posted so much different stuff over the years like uni work then it was like only film photography and then it was you know then I was just like kind of doing like random blogging of like just pictures in the street and then I yeah. wiped it started again and started again and it's just yeah it's uh it's definitely a lot more work goes into some things that people think that it's just blown up in a short period of time but really there's been some other stuff in the background happening and uh, I don't know it's yeah. all about timing as well like sometimes right place right time. Mm-hmm. It just get bigger over you know something can blow up overnight or it's just just luck of the draw really isn't it
0: yeah and, and now that you have your your new like kind of setup we were talking about do you plan on like getting a little more um like strict with like how much shit you're putting out on youtube and stuff like that
1: yeah big time yeah yeah so i got a new setup literally today this hopefully people watching this now will see it on my lovely new camera um yeah. hopefully it's not all corrupt and broken. <laughs> um, Yeah, definitely. I'm a bit. I'm a bit rubbish with the old like getting the YouTube videos up and freelance and and things like that, Um, or you know, social media and stuff like that. Because I've been focusing a lot on like working like my job and then like freelance, just trying to like get by. And then sometimes I'm just not feeling like it, and it's it's a bit of a rubbish way of looking at it. But I've kind of been really slack at it. So this year I'm kind of paring off any additional freelance and things like that, and just fully sending for the YouTube and things like that. So hopefully. This year, you'll see a lot better content and a lot more. Like, I've got like planned a lot of videos that take a lot more time to make, and rather Mm -hmm. than like a quick, you know, tutorial and things like that, like I want to make like actual, proper, interesting design videos, like from start to finish, where you see a whole process of me developing a brand or, you know, design from there. So yeah, definitely, um, yeah, definitely see more. Hopefully, from me this year. You say that now. Hopefully, hopefully, I do actually. (laughs) For sure. Well I now that you're anyway, now so. that you're
0: talking about it on here, you gotta you're gonna have Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Now,
1: it. now everyone can give me can shout. I mean, give me some shit if I don't don't upload <laughs> on a regular basis. But um, yeah, no, a lot a lot planned for this year. So hey, oh, yeah, I'm to where. see it.
0: What what I've been doing is just uh, you know, like I for a while I once I started my normal videos, then I started the podcast. I was thinking like, okay, I'll release a podcast one week video the next week. And then I was like, holy shit, if I don't do the podcast every week, like these things just get way too backlogged. And like the, one of them yeah. came out like a month or two after I recorded it. And I was like, this feels weird. Cause we're talking about like the beginning of COVID and it's already like fucking June yeah. or whatever. So then I started doing both every week. And then I was like, I cannot do a video and a podcast every week. Like I'm gonna go mad. So lot. now I've just been saying my new rule is like, no matter what, put out the podcast every week, but then try to do a video like maybe every two weeks or like whenever I can, that way, at least there's yeah. something on there and I'm not like completely just like fucking off and like doing whatever. But it's hard oh, to stay man. disciplined, like you're saying for sure. Very hard,
1: very hard. As if you're banging out a podcast a week, that's fair play, that's a, that's a decent grind. I feel like it's a, it's quite a lot of work. Um, yeah, putting together videos, especially like editing videos, I didn't realize it is quite a time-consuming task yeah. so you know getting one up every week is fair play i don't know how these youtubers never want to do them like daily i guess if you've got editors and, and things like that but yeah i so know like maybe i'm just a bit slack i feel like maybe that's just what it is i'm just a bit I wrong. feel like editing <laughs> is like shit.
0: it's underrated too like it's um not underrated like i guess maybe overlooked like even if you don't do like wild like edits where it's like cinematography and shit like even just fixing up the normal stuff takes a lot of time, and like cutting where like yeah. all the mistakes are, and like my thing, I always like spend a lot of time on is trying to edit like the audio, making sure it sounds good, because like the worst thing you could have is like bad audio. If people are gonna go yeah, off the absolutely. video right away.
1: People, yeah, I noticed that from like my first video. I was like using like a shotgun mic that was like other side of that room, like on the camera, because the lens was like yeah. so cropped in. So I was talking. There was a lot of echo. I didn't even think anything, think anything of it. And then, um, and then the comments were like, "Yeah, you need a better mic." I was like, "Yeah, I don't know why I'm doing this without a better mic." So went and bought this. So hopefully it's better. But even so, like I still haven't really don't really edit the audio too much, and you know I'm, I'm not doing any like color grading or anything like that. So I really need to improve. It's a bit of a learning, you know, a learning curve, a learning process. So yeah, I definitely need to get yeah. better over time.
0: It's always good to get stuff, you know, like the best you can, like in the raw, that way you don't have to like go in there and fucking just straight up like, cause I've had some where I have like this mini fridge on and the whole time it's like, and there's like a little ring and I'm like, yeah, this is going to suck so bad to try to figure out. And like trying to find like noises and hums and stuff, like you could go around your room for days, like searching for like weird little noises and (sighs) shit.
1: Man, like I've had to borrow. This is like I've I've got a new chair recently, and um, this is my housemate's chair. I had to borrow because my chair yeah. is so squeaky. So I'll be filming yeah. something, and every time I move, it's like squeaking about. And then I'm going for the audio, and I'm like, oh, I've got to cut that out. I've got to cut that out. And then I'm cutting out portions because my chair is like squeaking yeah, about the place. Because you're leaning back or um, whatever. Yeah, like just leaning back, and oh, yeah, cutting loads of stuff up, but. So good. It's all a learning curve. you got to do it. That's the thing. Like I feel like you just got to go do it. Learn as you go mm-hmm. along. You get better over time. That's it. Yeah, I feel like if you try and plan everything too much and try to perfect it before doing it, just never get it done. Like, I know so yeah. many things I've wanted to do that I've just like overthinking. I'm like, well, it's going to be this. and it's actually no. It's only going to be perfect if I do it this way and like this and it has to be right. And mm-hmm. then I end up never doing it. It never happens. So I will yeah. just do it and then learn on the job then. And leave it and not uh, on a podcast
0: it. i did with this dude uh visual timmy he said something that i thought was like pretty like profound and simple he just said done's better than perfect you know so it's like yeah. at the end of the day if you spend your whole life working on one thing and you never release it by the time you do no one's gonna care because you didn't release <laughs> all okay. this stuff in the meantime you never done like- either yeah never, yeah,
1: never done. A bit of work is never done. I've never looked at a bit of work. and I'm like, yeah, cool, that's fine. Like, I'll leave it there. Like, that's that's done now. It's just the yeah, however much time you have to put into it. Really, you can always be better. You can always spend yeah. more time on it. And then the longer time you spend on it, you start overthinking it and re. You know, you suddenly had a new idea and mm-hmm. you're just redoing it again and again. You yeah, you'd never get anything done if you had to, if you wanted it to be perfect. Nothing we it's weird because,
0: like, the, the internet is almost, like, inherently, like, the opposite of, like, how we're supposed to be as designers, like, look into something and, like, very perfect and everything said, like, everything has a methodology behind it, but then the internet is, like... Yeah who cares if it's done like throw up the process like throw up and yeah, it's yeah, halfway yeah. done like just just do it real quick and then you realize that by like putting stuff out online or putting out videos or designs the ones that are like simple and you don't put a lot into work into usually like do the best in like the algorithm oh, so man, it's kind of all weird. the
1: time all the time and you get that with work as well like i know um like, you know, when I'm, when I'm working on a project, so it's a logo design, I will spend like half a day yeah. on, on one design. I'm like, get, trying to get it right. I'm like, no, 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 and it's not right. It's not right. Tweaking it, overthinking it. I've done about 15 different versions of it where text is just one pixel to the left or something like that. Yeah. And then like, I'll have a random thought and I'll just whip something together, like a logo together. maybe take me 30 seconds. And then that's the best one. That's the one <laughs> that they pick or that's the one that, you know, the client will like or that would be my favorite. And I just, I've done that yeah. one.
0: That's in how it goes. a matter of
1: seconds. And the other one has been yeah. like, you know, it's so much work. So I feel like you need to, uh, sometimes you can't force things. You've just got to, if something ain't working, you just got to leave it and come back to it. Yeah. Um. I'm so bad at that. I feel like I'm always just like obsessed over one thing. Um. And if it ain't working, I should yeah. start leaving it there and just come back to it later. it. you make else it worse
0: and, half the time, you know? And then it's like... Yeah, 100%. I did a project recently it's still in the process of it, so I can't like talk about it too much. But I uh, I pitched like four logo designs. I think I was only gonna do three. I spent a lot of time on like the first and second one. The third one, kind of a lot of time, but it was like one of my kind of go tos. Like let's just throw this in there because it's like a nice little type lockup that I think would work. And then I was like, oh shit, let's just throw in this fourth one. And I I just yeah. did it like in a matter of five minutes or whatever, like you were saying. And then the guy was like. I like them all, but man, that fourth one, like, I think yeah. that's it. And I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't even going to put this in here. It was literally like, I don't know, the most simple. And it's weird because sometimes you have to go all the way to the edge of the earth in like complexity. And then all of a sudden you yeah. strip it back and you're like, this is just a sans serif, like lowercase at yeah. this point. And it's like the one they want, you know. <laughs> you
1: just go the whole way to the end have a little breakdown and just be like what am I doing and just be like look I'm just going to make this five seconds whatever get it done and then you're like oh actually that, that's all it needed the whole time which yeah. is that but I guess the part of the process is getting to the end and then kind of going back like working through everything and then mm-hmm. sort of standing back and being like actually no what do I know about design what is you know simplicity is key whatever you just go back yeah. to back to your roots don't overthink it and then that's always the best way but um yeah I do that every time, every time.
0: Yeah. What, what do you got there, Peroni?
1: Got a little Peroni. Got a little Peroni yeah. out of the fridge. I got the, it you is, inspired me.
0: I don't have any limes though, but I put the gin and tonic in here,
1: but. Oh, I've got a little, I've got a little tin like over here, a little pre-mix one. I've got left over in the fridge. It's yeah. Saturday night here, so. Um, is it yours Saturday yeah, you tol- a few hours behind? No,
0: it's like, it's fucking like twelve. It's like one PM. So he kind of got me, oh, like, perfect. caught me off guard when you were like, "Oh yeah." I remember we. Were, you were the first person to ask me when you we were messaging. You were like, "Hey, like, let's let's have a drink." And I was like, "All right, it's gonna be twelve, yeah. but fuck it, you know." Oh no, I'm twelve
1: well. perfect time, mate. Day session, <laughs> like you've got to start now. Um, yeah, Saturday night. I thought, why not? We crack open a little beer, do a little yeah.
0: podcast. You gonna It'll do anything on. else like throughout the day or the night? I mean,
1: tonight. No, I've been I've been working all day today. I'm probably gonna chill for the rest of the night and then do a bit of work tomorrow, do a bit of filming hopefully. Um, and then do some freelance and then yeah. back to work Monday. So fun times.
0: <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah. What kind of stuff have you been working on outside of, you know, YouTube and like running the City Soda Club and stuff like that?
1: Um, so nine to five, like I work agency. Uh, for mm-hmm. a sort of market, marketing agency Um, so we're working on various clients day to day Barclays Netflix um, yeah people like that we just did finish a project with Sky and WWF uh, which was oh, a, cool. a huge huge project with loads of deliverables and it's just been like a full on week of like export V2 final yeah. underscore like <laughs> last minute deadlines everything but yeah it's all gone all done Done really well so um everyone smashed it but yeah day-to-day work an agency so different things all the time a lot of um a lot of animations, social animations and sort of marketing material and promotional material on, on various yeah. social media platforms and um you know comms for a load of brands so whether that's signage or you know putting together decks or um yeah things like that some print materials things like that so yeah it's different all the time there's a lot of a lot of change um which is good um so yeah that's what that's what i do day to day and then freelance i've been working on a few different projects i just picked up a pretty pretty big t-shirt branding uh t-shirt design project nice for an american american company um but yeah i early doors at the moment so that's a pretty big project but yeah, yeah luckily i've had quite a lot of freelance
0: oh yeah yeah and we me and you i remember me and you were talking about it one time when we were messaging on instagram about yeah. how it's hard to keep up with like social media and all this and like posting every day. And we were like trying to figure out like how the fuck are these people doing this shit? But then we kind of came to the conclusion that like for a lot of these younger designers and people online, like posting online and things like that is like their full time kind of situation. Like whether they're making money Mm -hmm. from it or they're working like a less strenuous job. But when I was talking to you, like I had recent, I recently went freelance, but when I was talking to you, we were both working like, Fifty hours or whatever, sixty hours a week, and then doing the freelance on the weekend and trying to put shit out online, and we were just like, "Damn, this is like, yeah, not gonna be sustainable at all."
1: No, no, I feel like, how, yeah, how, how you been getting on with, um, with freelancing? So you've you've gone there recently. It's been how are you finding the the change?
0: Yeah, I like it, and it's um, it's kind of hard to say because like the sample size is so short. I've I've gotten like I've been pretty fortunate to where like literally the day i put my two weeks in i got like a big branding project that pretty much pays like what i get paid a month at the job so i was like "Wow, well, that's fucking may at least you know yeah, whatever. Yeah. and then so um, i have a couple other clients that like they're not as like you know interesting but they're kind of the like things that may come in like every month that'll kind of pay like a portion of all my expenses which is cool but I'm sure there's going to be like, you talk to me in like October or whatever. I'm sure I'm going to be like, fuck, man, like this, yeah. month I, this this is a hard month or whatever. Like you never know. But I've been doing a lot every day. I've been trying to uh basically work as much as I was, but just not after hours. Like I've just been still like kind of nine to five. Even if like, I could have a free time, I'll just be like, all right, let's just whip something up for IG or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh I've found that even doing all that without the job feels like a full-time thing so i'm just like i don't know how i was i don't know how i was doing this like it it, it wasn't going to last very long i don't think how i was doing things no. before
1: you do find that like, you will get burnt out pretty quickly and i feel like it's getting to that point now where i'm like actually like i need to slow down a little bit on on the work front and and kind of enjoy enjoy my life a little bit and also I feel like I try and spin don't know, the same for you but try and spin too many plates at once and I find yeah. that not one thing gets my full attention at a time because I'm trying to do a million and one things at one time exactly. I'm doing this doing that doing that and then one thing just nothing really gets the full attention so this year it's definitely time to put like full attention on one thing and try not to just try and do everything um, which is easy to fall into I feel like Mm -hmm. especially it goes so as far as like any project you do you want you want to be best at or you want to learn every part of the project whether that's like 3d or you know you want to be able to do everything um and in the end you never really like solely think about one area yeah Um, yeah
0: and then when all these new things emerge you know like whether it be you want to get on youtube you want to get let's say there's like a new social app you know people are making 3D everywhere, all these designers, you got people making NFTs, like all this shit's like happening yeah. and you just like you're like, I want to some of that, you know? Like I wanna I wanna get yeah. into that. But then you're like, I'm already doing five things, I can't do five more. And you get stressed out.
1: Yeah, and then you feel like you're kind of left behind if you don't do it, but then if you do start doing it, you feel like you leave everything else behind. And it's <laughs> yeah. just uh it's a bit of a nightmare, really. It's a, uh, it's one of those things where you you kind of you get a bit of FOMO and then you also get a little bit you think you're not good enough if you then not, you know, my yeah. TikTok's out now. I've got to be, you know, I've got to be banging TikToks up every week. And right. then you're like, oh, I'm not doing that. You're like, oh, I'm missing out. Oh, I've, I'm falling off. Like, you know, it's it's not, oh, I'm never going to be anything now because I'm not doing TikToks every week. Or
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: do you know what I mean? Like you just, you fall into that trap where you feel like you have to do everything. It's like, oh, these people are posting whatever, you know, post designs every day. You're like, I'm not doing it every day. How are they doing right. it every day? Now I'm nothing if I'm not doing it every day. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's so easy to fall into that trap, but it, it's fine.
0: It and is I've fine. talked about it to other people uh, asking like that are maybe non-designers and kind of just like art admirers or whatever you want to call them. Asking like, do you think that these people have to post every day? And they're just like, i thought you already posted every day or like what do you mean like they're like they don't know people are like people see to st- even if you post once a week like people are gonna are not gonna unfollow you because you don't post no, every yeah. day you know so it's like and then with tiktok like i've had some reels be successful and that's like uh, probably a good like 40 percent 50 percent of like the Instagram growth but the TikTok stuff I've tried to put them on there and like that shit's just no good like you have to be on there like dancing and like making jokes and shit in yeah, a silly way.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a different world but that's the thing like these new things come out and they're just like new ways to market yourself and new ways to do stuff and like you were saying your reels is like you know a lot of the growth has come from that um when we go to go back to what we were saying earlier like you know when we first started our when I first started my you know my account my design account it took me years to get you know a thousand, two thousand followers, and then you know, the other day it's, it's still taking me a lot of time. You know, I'm pushing 10k, but it's taking me ages. You know, I don't post yeah. enough. But I, I banged up a couple of uh reels the other like you know, a month ago, and like one or two reels, and just like two thousand followers in like a week or two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just nuts. like
1: that's all you needed to do. Like, they'd be there posting, like working really hard on a bit of work, thinking that that's gonna get you. Like, and it's just like a little 30 second TikTok, and that's uh. That's all we need.
0: Yeah. And then you get to the point though where you're like, okay, it looks like I need to make reels or I need to make tutorials. And then at the end of the day, you, you look at all this stuff you're doing and you're like, what's the point of growing this if I'm not posting designs? Like, aren't I a designer? I don't want to just be like a content creator or whatever. So it's like, yeah, it's a weird balance you have to try to live in.
1: Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. And it's like when, yeah, you start posting content and then you're like, am I actually a designer anymore? Am I like just a kind of creative content creator or like yeah. you know the way I'm going now is just like I'm posting like tutorials and stuff but it's like is that what I'm doing or like am I actually a designer or like what am I doing <laughs> what am I trying to do here yeah um yeah I feel like everyone everyone goes through that don't they like everyone goes through so. just like constantly not knowing what they're doing making it up as they go along
0: yeah I'm looking at yeah. everyone online right now and I'm just like where the fuck did everyone learn how to use blender and shit like in a week oh yeah <laughs> <sighs>
1: yeah it's it's crazy i'm seeing so much yeah 3d 3d's banging at the moment i feel like you need you need to learn a little bit of 3d um yeah. i haven't touched it in a long time i used to like make games and stuff like 3d games i used to learn oh, really? for a bit of, when i was at school like a long time ago i um, haven't touched it since then so don't yeah. think I really know how to use it now but it's so foreign to me and like
0: i've been i've been looking at it like i don't know i've i've been saying it on on here just as like how you said you need to make more videos so hopefully i can start be, be more accountable but i keep saying like yeah i'm gonna learn it yeah i'm gonna learn it but i just it's like you said like about you neglect other things i'm afraid if i get into 3d like i'm not it's not like my 2d design skills are perfect yet so i kind of almost yeah. want to just focus on that instead of like trying to get good at a little bit of everything because um I heard this quote one time that I really liked. It says like, if you're a jack of all trades, you're a master of none, you know? yeah. So you try to spread yourself to throughout everything. It's like, yeah. what are you at that point? Just like a low level multidisciplinary, like unless you're like a fucking beast and you can just like do everything really well. Yeah. Really
1: well. That's the thing, like it's hard when you're working in the industry this day, Like these days as well, like you kind of find that you have to know a little bit especially if you're doing agency, you have to end up learning a little bit of everything really to, yeah. to get by. So you have to like touch into everything. But that's the same as what you were saying. Like I, f- I feel like I'm trying to do loads of things, but I'm not really mastering any of those one mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, maybe it's time I start focusing down on one thing and trying to master <laughs> something. But uh, yeah.
0: That's what like with, um you know, uh, working. I, that's the one thing I think people can benefit from working Cause I've worked at an agency and I've also worked uh, full time just jobs where I'm the in-house designer for a company and whether or not like that's glamorous or like how you feel about that. I've talked to, I talked about this too with, um, with Keezy, like uh, from black market, he was saying, once you go freelance and you're not working at those places anymore, no one's making you do things you don't want to do. And you're not working on things yeah. that make you uncomfortable and you're not like, working on things just because someone wants you to. And you're like, fuck this, but that stuff sucks. But sometimes you, you finish it and you're just like, holy shit. I learned, I just learned how to do like, you know, after effects or whatever, just because my boss was yelling at me to make a Facebook ad. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, and you learn some stuff from that, even though it doesn't feel, you know, beneficial or cool in the moment, maybe you're just doing some corny like stuff for marketing. But I think at the end of the day, when someone's making you do something, it's a different, like you'll never be able to motivate yourself the same way as like by force, like someone else doing it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, like being somewhere, having a boss, like it does push you a lot further. I think even no matter how hard you work, like outside of work or whatever, having having someone there that's sort of over your shoulder, you're, you're never going to be like as on it. If, you're, if yeah. you're working from home or whatever like that, you can kind of slack a little bit more. Um, but like you were saying, it's about being, I think it's about being outside your comfort zone. and. Like you were saying, like if it's, if it's your own work, you're not you're not really going to put yourself in, in a position where you feel like you can't do something or it's a little bit outside your realm, whatever like that. But like, yeah, in an agency, you'll often get thrown into something and you've kind of got to think on your feet and um, just sort of roll with it. And sometimes you've got to learn yeah. on the spot and you're just like, yeah, I can do that and just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. But you just got to go with it and go with it. And I, I think because of that, you end up learning so much more and then it's a lot more valuable. So... I definitely think yeah. like working in an agency or even in-house, I've, I've worked in-house for my previous job and mm-hmm. there I learned so many things I wouldn't even think I would need or skills that I would have, such as like, you know, art directing a photo shoot and doing product shoots and exactly. things like that. And those are, that, that stuff like scared me. When you are all these products and you're in a flat lay in a massive studio and you got like, everything's got to be organized and it's going on a magazine yeah. spread and you just start and I'm like, oh, I don't know if that suitcase goes next to those socks or oh no yeah <laughs> like like you end up having to just everything. do it yeah <laughs> you just end up having to just go for it and I wouldn't have ever done that probably if I wasn't kind of like you know you have to do this so yeah you end right. up learning skills and growing so yeah it's about pushing yourself isn't it it's about getting outside probably. your comfort zone
0: yeah and like at my last job um, the one I recently like left from it's called artist sport so I, I was doing a lot of that um, art directing we'd be doing product shots we'd be also doing like I'd have, like, guys, like, taking a shower and shit and, like, putting the, like, trying to get, like, the shit on their shampoo where it's all like that and and whatnot. And, you know, we're doing, I I had to, since it's a startup, I had to wear a lot of hats, you know. Yeah, I was the brand designer. But there was days where I'd be working with vendors, like, trying to get packaging and, like, going to the factory with the fucking Pantone thing, like, looking at it. And why would I be doing that on a daily basis, you know? It's like and it's, it kind of was a bummer sometimes, but yeah, at the same time I learned a lot. And I think that I see a lot of people in asking about what they should go to freelance or what, and I'm not like this veteran designer or anything, but even like those two, three, four years that I worked, uh, in internships and after college, you need to do that. I think no matter where it is, it's going to be almost impossible to just go straight into freelance unless you're like a, peer artist and just built up this crazy like I don't know like online presence or something and you can just make money off commissions you're gonna need to learn some of the like fundamentals at a job i think
1: yeah because I think even as well like um I don't know did you study did you go to university and do or is it called college yeah um yeah college. i learned more in my first year of my job than I did at three years of at my uni I mean, that's yeah, probably That's
0: That's
1: probably just because I wasn't learning at uni. I was too busy going out partying. But yeah, even so, like the things in the courses, like when you're chucked in the deep end at a job, honestly, like, might well, not my maybe not my first job, but the second job, like a, you know, less than a year out of uni. Um, there, I learned so much, Now it's just down to the people around me. Really, the um, I guess if you're freelancing and people are, like you know you're at home, you're not going to have those people around you necessarily that you're going to learn like little tips and tricks of um so i worked with a couple of designers there and my art director was like probably the smartest smartest person i've ever met in my life and you just yeah. learned so much and i feel like i grew so much more um within that first year than i did yeah or three years or five years of studying um yeah it's, it's crazy so i definitely recommend if anyone's thinking about whether they should Go straight into freelance, or you know, should I go and work in an agency or work in house somewhere? Like, definitely just do it as an experience, even if you don't want to do it forever, or you don't, you know, you right. can luckily go and freelance straight away. Like, I, I just stick yourself in there for a little bit, and um yeah, you'll you probably learn something new they'll end up using when you go freelance. So,
0: yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, um, I don't know, college is weird, or university, whatever you want to call it. I always say, I don't think I learned that, that much from the class, but I just learned a lot while I was there, you know, whether it be like, I don't know, it motivated me to learn more stuff on my own. And I just learned a lot from like the other students and stuff and just like being in a different city and like, yeah. I don't know, like th- there's a weird, um, cause I don't know about you, but I went like, it was like eight hours away from where I lived before, which is not crazy, but enough to where like, you're not going home that, that often. So yeah. There's something, there's something about that, that I think is very valuable that people don't like consider when they talk about how much call it, especially in us, like how much it costs out here and stuff. And I'm a, I'm a definitely an advocate for like, you don't need it. I don't think that's true, but I would, the people I met and the stuff I learned and like how I grew as like an actual person, I would have never had that living like at home still and just trying to do it on my own.
1: No, hundred percent. I mean, I, 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 agree. Like, you don't necessarily need to go uh, to, you know, union study to really make it. You can learn yourself whatever. But yeah, I, I went quite a distance away from where I lived. Um, yeah, it was only like six hours. But in the, in the, in the I swear in the states, like, you got to fly places. Whereas the UK, you know, the, you can go to the other side of the country in like six hours. Yeah, um, and you're like touching, you know. So yeah, I was, I was, you know, at the bottom, bottom of the country, completely. Away from everything back home, and yeah, that that experience makes you grow as a as a person. You learn a lot more there about yourself, you know, from about everything, about life, than you would um, from not going. And that builds you as a even as a like as a creative person. Just those life experiences that you have, the scenarios that you're in, and things like that is more beneficial than than anything you can really do. So, hundred percent, yeah. And uni's just oh, I loved uni. I'm very sad that it's yeah it now explain. now now a long time ago. <laughs> It was great.
0: Yeah, and it's it's funny to think like you always hear old people telling you, you know, this is the this is gonna be like the most fun or whatever you have, and you're like whatever like dad or or like whoever's telling you this, and then you look at it because they're they're there visiting or whatever, and you look back, and I've been graduated for like a few years now, and I'm just thinking like damn like that shit was cool you know like my friends were awesome like we had so much fun like we just did like concerts like all my friends were djs like going to raves like but then and then just waking up on like a sunday all hungover like designing on my shitty macbook like trying to come up with logos and shit like there was something like so disorganized and fucked up about it but so like beautiful at the same time like it was way more i didn't have any money but i was like happier it was weird
1: yeah oh it was yeah no it was great I miss it a lot my little brother he's just started getting into design as well Uh, my little brother Alfie and he's just started you know he's he's learning to be a graphic designer now he's just starting thinking like he's going through college starting to think about uni and um, very jealous very jealous that he gets to do live all that live all that but um,
0: yeah yeah it's crazy that you said um, I've talked about this before but it's crazy that you said it was like six hours right across the country because when i told you i moved eight hours away it was still california you know
1: (laughs) yeah that's mad yeah um (laughs) yeah i I live like well back home is like like southeast of england well no, east of england Mm -hmm. and i went the whole way down south like i was in a place called portsmouth like right by the sea um and yeah bit, bit of a distance but i guess it's nothing compared to you like six hours is like yeah it's just weird like
0: you you know and over there you know you go to like different countries in the same amount of speed that it takes me to go through different states and things and i always thought that was pretty wild Did, did you um when did you start uh the city soda club was that in college or in university or was that like later on
1: that was after after uni um i went through this weird transition stage after uni where i was just sort of like trying to find who i was as a designer really just like lost trying to do this trying to do that trying to do a bit of everything changing yeah. my profile changing my name every five minutes changing my style <laughs> every five minutes just didn't really know yeah who I was what I was doing and I feel like everyone goes through that but um I start. I just like I saved so much work constantly saving 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 and I was like oh you know one, one day I'm gonna start a blog with just all my so I used to have like a tumblr and things like that you know and it's I, I like sharing work and and things yeah. like that and I was like, one day I'm going to start. It, I'm going to start it, and then it's really weird. Like, so my job before, we we're working for a magazine, and sometimes they would, um, the, the guy I worked with, Max, he he would get asked to go to various places to do interviews and and things like that, and he he would often take me with him and we would go to various places and to the to the times we went to like these private members' clubs in London, mm. and uh, yeah quite prestige, like weird ones, a little bit underground, like weird shaky hand gang, do you know what I mean? And it was just like yeah, a yeah. whole, like, I've never been to anything like that. And it was just weird, very weird. And uh, just kind of like odd. And it was just a whole experience of like this whole, it's like, all these kind of rich and famous people knocking about like, um, yeah, I was sat down and there was, um, like Michael Caine was like sat next to us I was just like, oh, I don't know what is going on here. This is so weird. But this whole idea of like private members clubs was just like, was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was like so weird and interesting, but like really cool. And then I was, like, I went to another place. There's um these places in London which are like um a private club. For, like it's called Soho House, which is like for creative. Mm. It's kind of like for creative people to like, hang out together. You got like pay yeah. membership, and you can you can only get in if you know people and stuff like that. So I thought that was really. Interesting and weird as well. So I was kind of like, oh, I want to kind of start my own club, like this private club that you can't really get in or whatever. But it's like not real. It's like a design, a design club. Yeah. So that's where the idea of City Soda Club kind of came along. It was going to be like a, like a sharing page, but it was also going to be like a community, a club that people could somehow join, um, and go from there. So that's kind of where it really started. It started off as a page to share artwork, but with the idea of one day it being an actual physical club that people yeah. could be a part of. And yeah, that's sort of how the idea of that started. And it sort of just grew really. It's just, um, it's grew from there and it's it's growing growing quite big, but I kind of want it to be more so than what it is now, like just a community of people of creatives to come together and sort of a place where people, no matter how big or small you are, can kind of have a platform to like sort of grow and like put your work out there. Mm-hmm. And things like that. So we try and find like kind of smaller designers who haven't really got like a big following or or things like that and um try and push them out. Try and get some eyeballs in their work and stuff and then just kind of form this community of people. But yeah, it's kind of funny. Like when I first started out, like people thought it was a it got like a few thousand followers and it was like 10k, 20k. And people thought it was Mm -hmm. a real club because I had it as like London, like club, private members' club, like members only. And I was getting messages from people like Where's his club? How do I come? I had messages from like DJs like my represent these like artists would love to play at your club. <laughs> and all this stuff, and I was yeah. like, shit. Like, maybe I've taken this a bit too far because it's not actually a real club. So but, you
0: should have just yeah, rented a it. warehouse or some shit and invited a bunch of designers and threw like uh, a wave or something.
1: It would, yeah. It, it's been spoken about. It might potentially happen at some point. Obviously, we were actually thinking about me and some friends like putting together like a physical event. Last year, but COVID, the, the the problem was like COVID has kind of stopped the growth of what city City, city club was gonna be. It's yeah. just before COVID, like I was releasing a zine, I had plans to, yeah, like do a physical event with DJs and artists there, and um, they kind of just halted there really because of because of COVID, it wasn't gonna happen. So,
0: are you gonna yeah. are you gonna plan on kind of rebooting some of the ideas you had now that things are looking like a little less grim around the world?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've kind of, I haven't really like put as much into it as I as I would have liked uh, since the start of COVID. Really, it has kind of like just slowed down of where it was sort of going and building into a sort of more of a brand and doing yeah. doing various things. But um, once COVID lifts, I guess then, yeah, it's definitely going to get a bit more attention onto it. But since then, I've kind of focused on a few other things. So one day when you know I'm not trying to do too many things, I could focus on on that and yeah. maybe that and youtube and that be the only things but until until then um yeah it's just taking a little sidestep in a second but it's it's going to come back it's going to be big
0: i could see it in my head you know like you have a you know the little logo you have on there like just yeah. a bunch of dudes like with little rings with that logo or some shit like sitting yeah. around like work like just fucking with a wacom tablet or some shit like just uh, drinking yeah. whiskey or something
1: no it's, it's gonna happen like that is the the whole yeah that's what you say about that, the that little ring i've like kind of looked into the site's down at the moment but i mean i'm, I'm planning on this year launching it again at some point as being more of a brand um i think people can can see and you know the whole idea of what I wanted to do with the club was, we spend so much time online. There's so much digital. Yeah, everything's digital. Like I wanted, to, wanted to create things that are a bit more physical in ways that people can actually interact with people in real life or you know, uh, do things in real life rather than online. So yeah, one of the things I was looking at was getting rings with the little yeah. symbol on because it, it I was looking into when designing the logo is like proper like masonic symbol was in all these yeah. weird like weird little symbols but they're all yeah some of them are quite bad though so i kind of didn't want to go on the references of those
0: yeah Um, that'd be so dope though to just have that like you know let's say you sell like an x amount of them for like not a crazy price so it's like kind of accessible to everyone maybe just like steel or something and you're just like you know it'd probably be more common around where you live but you're just out somewhere and you like you see someone with that shit and you're just like yeah yeah, yeah there it is yeah What's the That's name, though? Like, the, like, I wanted to the, ask you about that. Like, the actual City Soda. What does that mean?
1: So, yeah, a bit of a weird one. So, Soda was meant to stand for, like, right, it's kind of a bit... I feel like, I don't know. Like it, Just hear me out. Like, Society of Designers and Artists. So, it's going to be, like, this uh-huh. the underground, like, Society of, like, okay. Designers and Artists. It's, like, weird cult group. Like, weird group of people who kind of, like, you know, all in secret, but they're all kind of, like all out in the open on, on Sin yeah. Soda Club and it's just this club where all these creatives can be but yeah I was going with like a proper like uh looking into like the Masons and things like that and then like um the whole idea of it was, was from from these private members clubs like it's very exclusive very like you have to know someone you have to get invited you have to be this you have to be that so the whole idea of this was kind of like a joke like it's all like private members club it's all like like I was saying like members only private members whatever but it's accessible to everyone it's not yeah it's accessible to all craves it's it's not something where you're going to be kept out if you're not a certain type of person or you're right. starting this or that so that was the kind of irony of it really that i was going to build upon so
0: yeah so it's like an acronym it, then the soda
1: yeah yeah that was like the, the initial idea um for for city soda what
0: yeah. what kind of stuff because i think you have you know there's a ton of these pages I think nowadays and especially like a lot more now people are doing like products and things but like two years ago there were so many of these um, pages popping up and I'm sure you've like talked with some of the people and things I've always really liked the stuff that you put on there though like it it's curated obviously and it's it feels a little uh maybe not now because it's it it's everywhere but it felt a little different at the time and like I liked that because you could go there and see things that all kind of felt like the same and like nice that go together but they're also like drastically different in like typography and color and you know a lot of analog print stuff looking things that I always Mm -hmm. thought was cool and what what kind of things do you look out for when you see people like tag you and use the tags like is there something that you think about like this would make a good city soda club thing
1: I don't know really like a couple of people were like people were often asked like what, what what do I do like how can I get featured what do I need to do to kind of get posted on there yeah. and it's it's not really about that they like can't do like one thing I guess it's it's like a complete curation of, of just what I am liking at the time what mm-hmm. I think people would would like and um yeah, it can be, it can range. Like sometimes I feel like you can go through the feed and sometimes you can see when I'm like liking certain things and then it's just like the next 10 posts are like only black and white or something because I've just gone through a weird monochrome phase where I'm just like, now nah, black and white. Only. Yeah. And then like you go through and there's a bit more like digital 3D stuff because I've kind of decided that. But um, what it is really is just, I don't know, like I guess I just have, I like certain styles, like a very clean, minimal typography. But then the next minute it can be like some really weird, bold sort of photography with some like abstract type yeah. and, I, and I'll decide that that's what I, I want to post today but I don't think there's any one thing that I, I look for particularly yeah. but I do think a lot of it is sort of like um, very like clean classic print um, yeah like minimal layouts and stuff like that I think I'm kind of drawn to the most I don't really post anything that's too like cyber over the top or anything that's too chaotic Um, it's all quite clean and yeah i focus on a lot of of mainly print print print-based stuff rather than anything digital or or 3d or anything like that
0: yeah and does it like is it pretty um i'm sure it's pretty hectic like trying to like sift through that shit right like all the do you even how do you even like manage it is it just kind of right place right time if you happen to see something that you get tagged in
1: yeah yeah pretty much i mean I've, I've pretty much posted like at one point I was posting like two times a day uh, once at lunch once in the evening like on the way home I normally do it on my commute or um mm. you know when I've got three five minutes but yeah sometimes it's the right place right time I'll be scrolling through something I'll be going back through someone's feed like I'm often like trying to search for a bit of work rather than it just sort of being there and sharing it. I'm sort okay. of on the look for like today I want to find something like. This isn't this isn't what I want to post today. This isn't what I want to post today. I like this, but I'm not feeling that today. I'll share it. I know I'll save it for maybe another day. I'm feeling that. And um yeah, but the, the hashtag and you know the, the things are like quite a lot of people didn't realize it's you know tens and tens of thousands of people are using it, which is good. Yeah. So there's a lot of work to sift through and and to look through. But um yeah, a lot of it is right place, right time, but mainly it's just a good bit of work, you know. I can scroll through like pages and pages and pages of work and I don't even need to see like I see the thumbnail or something and I'm like that that's good yeah. that is really good I like that that's getting posted um I'll share that um or I might find something I'll be like I like that style I like that but this post like I, I like the artwork I like I like where it's going but this isn't necessarily what I like so i would go for the artist and go back through with their work and then I see sort of see something maybe like an earlier thing that they did and be like oh, actually no this is I want to post this one um and yeah hopefully people benefit from it as well cuz yeah i, I want to just kind of put do. people's work out
0: there it must i mean it, and it probably feels good like you know when people are are hitting you up like oh my god like thank you like i just got yeah x x amount of followers or i got all these likes from from that and like that's cool because you know a lot a lot of people have that like that specific type of page where like it's the exact target market that you want to be shared on. You know, you can get shout outs mm. from people with a million followers, but if it's like a food page, it, it doesn't matter. You know, you're yeah, like, exactly. you're 60 K or whatever is like so hyper, like focused into the niche that it's like the perfect place for someone to get, to get shared on, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, is that I was that, like, I am still am that person. Like I was that. Yeah. To, you know, a couple of years ago, I was that's kind of another reason why I wanted to start it, is because I was working every day. I, like, I've, I've, I'm, you know, I've taken everything off my page now, but there was a day when, like, a, a time when I was like trying to do daily, like, trying yeah. to get posts up, trying to get graphics up. And like, you know, when a page, you know, there was like design blacklist and things like that, when someone would like, like, right. like it or, or share it or whatever, I was like, I thought that was the best thing ever. I thought that was, so I've made yeah. it. Oh my God, you know, this is amazing. This is it. This is it. It's going to change. Like, because I've got like, you know, 100,000. Followers, for some reason, I just feel like, oh, if they share it, that's it, I've made it. Like, you know, something's right. gonna come of this, it's gonna be, this is it, this is my time. But then <laughs> nothing would, you know, get a few followers and then nothing else happens. It's like that that chase for those endorphins. Um, right. And then and then the next post you put up won't won't get that. And then you're like, oh, what am I doing? So I, that's why I kind of wanted to create. I was like, you know what, like, I wanna create my own page where I share what I want and just grow it myself.
0: Yeah, what, that's how it's looking. Like. What what kind of stuff like? Because like you said, you've kind of stripped back. You know, your 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 page like it's very to the point, and like you can kind of see everything that's on there in in like one kind of little look at it. And you have mostly the tutorial stuff, and like a couple other things like using some some assets that from your videos and things. How would you yeah. though describe like? The style of things that you like to create like on your own like if you were to be posting more often again like is it similar to the stuff you you put on like your soda club page like are you into that like type type things like that
1: yeah absolutely yeah so uh, it's weird because I go on my uh, even I go on my page I got hundreds of posts or like loads and loads of posts from 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 over the years and just I go through weird phases like we were speaking at the start of the podcast like the, about the whole perfectionist thing I'll go through a weird phase and then mm-hmm. I'll be like don't like any of this I'll just take it all off like I'm starting again I've done that like four or five times since having having my account um, yeah. just deleted every every bit of work that I've spent however many hours on I'm just like that, nah, it's gone this is gone now I don't like this anymore and just wiped it so now I go every time I go on my page I don't think I ever get to more than like 15 posts before I just have like another sort of breakdown and just like nah it's starting <laughs> again get rid of it all um, do you
0: archive it or delete it all the way?
1: I archive it. I archive it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe one day bring I'll, I'll show you a little. Time.
1: I'll give you. I'll give you a little. Uh, a little. A little uh, screen recording. I show you through the years, and you can see all the different, different oh, things yeah. that I've gone through. Um, but yeah, no. The thing is, is, as well. Like a lot of my work, like I do a lot of freelance, but it's not really stuff that I'd post on there. Like I do mm. not everything that you do freelance is really portfolio worthy. Or yeah. It's not for a portfolio. You know, if I'm working for a client you know I'm working for a client it's like I'm meeting their needs obviously I've got to do it to the best obviously to the best of my ability but it, it might not be something that fits in with the aspect that I sort of put across as my own brand yeah. so and that's the same with work like I don't know that this is probably 1% of my work goes on my Instagram well not not even that like the, everything I do at work or freelance like nothing goes on there so actually um, yeah r- rarely post post on there um, any work that I've ever done really <laughs> It's, yeah, um it's quite bad really. i should really be doing that Scene as that's kind of like
0: i think you got of, there's two sides of it you know and there's people like what you're saying and then there's people that are like it just looks like their fucking desktop at some point you know like everything's on there and yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I went through phases. I've I've done the archiving thing, but I think it was, it was justified because it was like proper bad like shit when I was in, in college. But, mm. you know, I, I spoke to this one like art director one time and he said something along the lines of like only ever post like 30 percent of like what you have. Like you don't want to have everything out there. And I was just like for a while I was like, yeah, like don't like I don't know, like just only post like the perfect stuff but then you hear all this other stuff about how you got to be out there. Like you just post whatever. And then you started yeah. doing that. And then I was like, Hmm, some of these like are genuinely not that good and I'm just posting for the sake of it. And then you yeah. got to try to find like a weird, you know, in between ground where I don't know, you're creating content and good design, but you're also not like just throwing up like bullshit, you know? <laughs> Cause at the end yeah. of the day, someone can look at that. And I don't know, it could maybe, put them off or, or something if you're trying to get clients or whatever
1: yeah it's, it's a difficult one really because it's it's like that whole idea of, of posting every day you feel like if you don't, don't post something then you're gonna like fall behind and I, I really struggled with that for ages where I just felt like I was not gonna be like if I'm not spending my evening every night making something and posting it then I'm not gonna get anywhere I'm not gonna do this I'm not gonna do that I really yeah. had to kind of fight my way and then I found out not everything I did was just then like forced in the you know in a matter of matter of hours in the evening and it just wasn't yeah it wasn't good so you had to kind of you have to go through that process where you're like it's not about you know what is it it's not about um it's about quality not not quantity so right yeah i've kind of gone the other way now though and just <laughs> don't have any don't post any yeah. content <laughs> um, it,
0: it feels good sometimes you know you just it's like uh, i talked about it on the last podcast uh, have you seen that movie soul like the Pixar movie, yeah. I have. So yeah, like, yeah. it's Probably all like, film. like I don't know, whatever. Like, I won't spoil the plot, but one of the kind of meanings is like, at the end of the day, like, do what you love for the sake of doing it right, not because yeah for fame or whatever. And you know, there's something like kind of nice about just designing something and like for fun or, or for whatever, like a friend or a client, and you finish it. And you give it to them or you print it out for yourself or you put it in a folder and then that's it. You know, you're just like, yeah, yeah, that shit's dope. And like, maybe it's not good for Maybe it's not like the type of vibe for your Twitter or your Instagram or whatever, but that doesn't mean that like, it's a waste of time or, or anything like everything doesn't yeah. have to be like, everything doesn't have to be a, a post, you know, and it's okay. You're not gonna, someone's not going to forget you exist because you didn't post a new black background poster every day, you know?
1: Absolutely, I feel like that's what people need to. They need to know it's okay. Like you don't have to like feel like you have to be there every moment in time. Like you can just focus on working normally, building yourself as a creative, building, building yourself yeah. as a designer, like day to day work. Um, it's weird because like sometimes I almost feel like my job. My full-time job, which I do, it pays every you know, pays me whatever. That that's my side thing, and my full time. My my the only thing that matters is getting a post on Instagram. That is the thing. <laughs> that's just how I you know kind of live my life until yeah to allow me to post on, online. But you know it can't be about that. And it it took me a while to sort of get out of that rhythm of feeling like that. No, that's the only only thing that matters because it, it's Cause definitely not. Well,
0: what would, what would we be doing, you know, if that stuff didn't? What if they if Facebook could just like you know what if Facebook is like they just stop right so there's no Instagram and then let's say Twitter too like it doesn't really exist what would we all be doing like we'd just be designing who you knows? know for clients or for fun right and just kind of yeah I don't know maybe selling prints like at the fucking Starbucks or whatever or like at yeah, a coffee yeah. shop just or something like,
1: down on the corner just like prints out on the pavement like who wants to buy one yeah I know and that's the thing but I don't know
0: um, it's it's weird it's weird because like the internet is so cool and it's made us you know we wouldn't be talking i, I wouldn't we, i wouldn't know all these people that i've been able to talk to but at yeah. the same time it's kind of diluted like you know some of the craft or whatever you want to call it and it's made it it's it's the best part about that is it's made it accessible there's these people in like you know third world countries and shit that are getting like money from just shit online that's like. Pretty much what people get there in like a year, and like that's awesome. Like, people are making a living out of it. But then the bad side is you have all these young kids that feel insecure because like they think that yeah. people are fucking putting out badass work every day, and they're just sitting there like, oh my God, like I'm just still trying to learn the programs and things. So, it's yeah, kind of a weird thing.
1: It's like when you see like all these uh, people on YouTube who are like, you know, that 14 multimillionaire got like he's got a Porsche, can't drive, like, but just still owns one. Like, that's how I feel when I see. People posting daily, I'm like, wow, like, how am I like so much older or whatever? And it's like this person's got all this more following and doing this and doing that, and they're posting daily. How come I can't do that? Why am I not living up to this? Um, but it's a trap. Like you need to you need to enjoy enjoy your life and um, yeah. not think about it too much. If you don't post for a day, like I used to think, if you didn't post for a day, like I thought it was at like, the end of the world. Like I thought, but no one even notices. Like you were saying earlier, like no one no one notices. So yeah, yeah.
0: And it's, it's, you know, um, it's hard because at the end of the day, like it really, yeah, it really doesn't matter and we're all going to be fine. And I, you try to, it's, you don't want to get discouraged. Like the, the reason you should be doing this stuff and like building a community in the first place is to, it should be a positive thing. Like social media should not be making your life worse and talking to you and talking to all these other, like. Like people that I think are, you know, like some of these people I've talked to are like legends in my, in my eyes, in terms of like this little community. And they, uh, they, they say the same shit. So it's like, if they think this too, then maybe you're we're not all like fucked, you know, we all have these like weird yeah. insecurities and things. It's not like you don't just, I mean, it's nice to know that you don't ever get out of that, but it's also kind of like shit. I guess this is forever, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> everyone will have it for the same thing it doesn't matter how big or small you are you'll have the same sort of like dread and looking at someone else and thinking like you know this is what i should be doing and yeah if i achieve this then i'll be happy if i achieve this this is good but yeah it's all a it's all a ruse no one no one knows what they're doing like that's one thing that you like from what we were saying earlier like how much you learn at uni and, and learn after that like i've been out. Out of uni now, like a few four years, I think. I'm in the industry. Yeah. I work my way. I still have no. I I don't know what's going on half the time. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. what's happening. Yeah. I don't have. I know everyone's like, oh, you know, you got your shit together. I don't like no. No one literally does, and no one ever does. I don't think like people in ten years' time, like they might they might look like they've they're knowing everything, they're good. They've got. They don't. They don't know what's going on half the time. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a lie.
0: It's all perception. Yeah. Like I've had people say, like, "Oh man, you talked to Draplin. Like you, you made it. Like you working on like a project with him." I'm like, "Fuck no!" Like, I dude, the whole time I was talking to him, I was nervous. And I, it's, I, all I did was email him, and he happened to just, it must have been a good day or something, and he was like, "Sure." And I got him into Discord. He was all making fun of like Discord. He's like, "Is this some gamer shit? Like, what the fuck is this?" Yeah, like kind of just. I sick though. It's just funny because just be you know you look at that, and I've looked at other people. Like I look at your you look at, I can look at your City Soda Club page and be like, damn, Louis made it, you know? He's probably making bank off that page, but then you know it's just like a weird little curation thing that, at the end of the day, it's just like a, you know, fancy mood board or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's a, it is, that's what, in my head, that's what I think of it. And then people also think like, oh, you know, oh, you know, it's got all these followers that you must be doing well. Like, I've not made a single penny out of City Soda Club. All the money that we made before went all to charity and, never taken a penny, never made a penny. Yeah, It's all gone back into design. Like the money that we did, I made, made some zines last year, sold a load of them. All that money went went back,
0: back into, into the game.
1: Back in, yeah, like no, no pennies have been taken from that. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's there just for the community vibes. It's not there to to make a load of money or anything like that, but.
0: So um, one, yeah. one, one more thing I wanted to ask you, and also uh, if yeah. you want to hear a little bit more after this, you can go over to the Patreon for the Q and A cheeky little little plug but for the sake of this normal part i wanted to ask you because we we're talking about some of these other everyone kind of goes through this Bigger small designers who are some of the designers that you look up to or you were looking up to a lot when you were starting out and curating things and whatnot
1: design wise um i'm gonna butcher the name even though i've spoken to a lot of times but like Obi and japari japari
0: japari yeah was, they're, sorry they're so I butchered good. That. yeah
1: i am um, I managed to interview them for the zine and uh, chat to them. Uh, they're just they're just sick. There's so many people like people you've had on here like um, Aaron Japlin. Like, obviously like Uni. Like he was just like the guy. There's loads of like small uh, small. Well, they're not small anymore. Like studios. Like there's a studio that I think they went to my uni, quite a few years older, called I Love Dust. I definitely checked mm. them out. They do a lot of three D stuff, um, and they kind of work exclusively for Nike now. Um, yeah like harry vincent um yeah. people like that um i can't remember this guy's name actually i wrote it down earlier because i knew i was gonna ask coach. this guy called brandon nickerson he's like a new york oh, okay. designer he does like a lot of type stuff and logo stuff he's really sick um and then there's an artist like they go by the name of a peer offline i don't know if you've ever seen mm. any of that stuff i have like really interesting type stuff um this, this is the thing as well like I feel like a lot of my influences come from just like the most random or yeah. like you know inspirations come from random people across the world not not necessarily any one designer or anyone one big person it would just be like one day it's this that one I've poster or whatever and yeah and I'm like oh these people are sick the way they're yeah. working with type or one day it might be like oh this person's motion design is sick and yeah so they're the big the big people that influence me I think but other than that that's that's another reason why i did the city Save club it's just like i wanted to surround myself with quality designers and um everyone that's on there is just insane so
0: oh yeah. yeah yeah and i mean that's good I, i'm i'm glad you did that and his shit's cool and i'm really excited to see more stuff on the page and i'm also really excited to see you posting more on YouTube. Maybe we'll uh, kick you into gear a little bit, hold you accountable. Yeah, had please to come, do, you said it, it. You said it live, you know? But,
1: yeah, yeah, big time.
0: Yeah, but if you guys wanna hear a little bit more, we're gonna do a Q&A, like I said, with, with Louie. But for now, thank you guys for watching. Like, comment, you subscribe, you rate on everything. And is there anything else you wanna plug before we get out of here?
1: Me? No, go and follow, go and follow my YouTube, subscribe. Go and go and abuse me in the comments and tell me to post more. Um, and everyone yeah. go and follow, yeah, City Solid Club if you're not already. And just go check out the work. Go and check out some designers on there. And um, go and show them support if you if you like like their work. Um, yeah, that's it really. And then obviously go and follow follow you. Go and check out Permanent uh, Blue on Instagram.
0: Appreciate and, uh, many it. Many thanks, like, thanks. for, for on coming on, man. It was, no, it was thanks really for
1: having cool. me. I'm honoured. Had some sick people in here, so honoured oh, yeah. to be one of those people.
0: I will add them to the list. Thank you, everyone. See you next time.